All right. BOM podcast, episode two, week two. As always, your host, Tyler Cagle. Again, joined by Ibero Kesey, all the way in Houston, H Town, and Corey Asbury, returning from his trip to the moon. We got some good audio <laughs> for him now out in Dallas. We had a big discussion regarding America's Game of the Week last yes, week. And um, kind, of a, kind of a podcast divided there. So I want to go ahead and just jump right in. And, um, you know, who, whichever one of y'all wants to lead off, if, um, if y'all don't mind just kind of taking us down the trip of what was the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers game. I'm a gentleman. He can go. Oh wow! It was a rough. It was a rough weekend for him. So it was a very. I want to let him get it off his chest. Yeah, it was a very rough weekend for me, for Tom Brady truthers, and um, for the general good guy out there. I just want to apologize to Romeo Dobbs. You know, didn't think he'd be uh, balling the way he was. I was right about the defense. I said that it would be a defensive slugfest. It was. I prematurely anticipated Julio Jones playing. Okay. He did not. That Who could have expected that? That ruined a lot of things, unfortunately. Russell Gage tried. Tried his best. And, you know, for the game that it was, you know, I think my podcast mates were a little scared at the end. You know, I know you were scared of the end when Tom Brady did Tom Brady things. What are you talking about? Couldn't get his team together. Couldn't get his team together. We were, listen, we scored the touchdown. And it was just unfortunate how it went. It was unfortunate how it went at the end. But I think the bigger story here is, Aaron Rodgers had the more superior receiving core. He had the superior two running backs. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. He had two superior running backs in A.J. Dillon and uh, Aaron Jones. And he couldn't score again. He could not score in the second half. If we run this back, are you confident that you'll win, Corey? Are you confident that Aaron Rodgers can do this again? I don't oh, think yeah. you can say yes. I don't think yeah, you can say yes do with it confidence. I don't think you can say yes with confidence. The receiving core is just going to get better and better. They're all young. Romeo, Christian, Watkins. The defense is going to be good the rest of the year. You're relying on Julio, who's already hurt, and Chris Godwin, who's already hurt. It's going to be the same game. It'll be a defensive slugfest in Green Bay, and Tampa's going to lose. Let me let me ask a question for for you, Ebear. Right. Um, does Mike Evans make a difference in this game? Yeah, Mike Evans makes a huge difference. Listen, the, our leading receiver was Russell Gage. If if viewers watched that game, Russell Gage had multiple drops. Russell Gage had a bad fumble. Russell Gage stopped a bevy of good drives. Tom can only throw the ball. Oh, Tom, Tom can't catch. <laughs> Is that a quote? <laughs> Tom can't catch the ball. 
Tom can't run the routes for the receivers. Tom can only throw it to where you're supposed to be. So Tom takes no blame in this. Can't stop you from fumbling. Tom did what he could do. Which was six points for like (laughs) 58 minutes of the game. If that's all I can muster up with these gang of fellas here, then we're just going to have to try our best. But that's not what you were saying last week. You were a lot more. Because I thought I had Julio. All right. Julio Jones in his old age is better than Russell Gage. Do you not have a, I think I asked this last week, but do you not have a concern, just a general concern for the health of this Buccaneers team? Because we just need time. Russell Gage has never been a number one in his life. Cole Beasley was literally on his couch last week. We just have to get people acclimated to the offense. That's all it is, acclimation. If you have the defense that you have, and you have viewers out there, I know you can't see Corey, but he's being very condescending. If you have the defense that you have and you have Tom Brady, you have a shot. You have a chance, as you saw in the Packers game. We had a chance. If we go to OT with that old-ass man on the other side, we're winning. That game is over. We're having a completely different discussion. This is so sad. It was just, it was just unfortunate because we had a bunch of people – who didn't know the play? You did you watch the end of that game? Tom is telling people, "Hey, you gotta come in a little bit." No, Tom was cussing wait, wait, people wait, wait. out. He was cussing people out again. I don't understand. At the at the end of the game, at the end of the game, when we were getting ready to run our two point play, he's trying to get people. Cole Beasley was too far out. He's trying to get him in. No, well, wait a second. Before That's that, it before was delay, that, it was a delay of game. They just didn't call it. It was not a delay of game. Did you listen to the referee in um, explanation? You have what, he, what did he say? He said you get when it hits zero and then you get a beat. You get a beat. But he was just making excuses for Tom like you are. No, no, no. So it was a delay game, so they were messed up there. That's the rule. And he was yelling and he was cussing. That's the beat. Did you see that throw? You're talking about a delay game. Did you see that throw? Yeah, you don't want to talk about the throw. Nobody ever wants to talk about Did you see the throw where he got the touchdown? He had six points through 58 minutes. Did you see the throw at the end? You're talking about whatever the hell you're talking about. I'm asking you at the end of that game when he scored that touchdown, did you see that throw? You don't want to acknowledge it because that throw was a throw that only a 23-year-old man could make. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And honestly, if we had some people who, you know, last week weren't wasn't on their couch, we win this game. It's just unfortunate. Corey, on the Packer side of this, um, we're three weeks into this new Packers experiment, right? We've got seven points scored in week one against the Vikings. Against the Bears, 27, but, you know, that's the Bears. That's beating up on little kids. And then 14 against the Bucks, uh, which I think these are two top five defenses. I think they both showed that this week. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. But are you not concerned with uh, the the lack of pieces that Mr. Aaron has on this on this team? There's some things I like. I like the way that they use Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. I like how they have them on the field together sometimes. Um, then the receiving core. Unlike Tampa Bay, this isn't a bunch of old men, so they're going to get better as the season goes. We saw Romeo. Romeo this week, he was the best receiver in the game. Um, Christian Watkins, they took him in the second round for a reason. 
he's going to get better. Listen, this is we saw this in the Cowboys game too. If you can run the ball and you got a good defense, you'll be in the game. And then your quarterback just has to make some plays for you, and Aaron Rodgers can make plays. I I think I agree with Ebert's point that if if the Buccaneers are healthy, this is probably a different game. But I think this is the best Packers defense probably since Charles Woodson was there, um, which coincidentally is the last time that Aaron won a Super Bowl. But I'm I I think there's a little room for concern on the offense. Um, I think you're right about Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, but I need to see some explosion, and I don't see any I don't see any explosion. I see an improved offensive line, Bakhtiari coming back. That that was good, but somebody's got to pop. And if it's Romeo, I mean, what is he at best? A two at best? Romeo looked good to me, but at the end of the day. This is this is the Packers. That's what I'm trying to convey. This is the Packers. There's nobody coming to save you. This is what you got to work with. The Bucks have literally three of their best receivers missing. Like we were playing with the practice. Two and Julio. Please stop with the disrespect of Julio Jones. Thank you. Like we still have room to get better, room to grow. So you barely beat us. Hurrah. Congratulations. But like a couple weeks, we played the same game. You're getting run out the building. I mean, hey, if you want, listen, if you're content with only first half scoring and nothing in the second half, hey, kudos to you. I wish you the best in life. Why is he talking like his, like his C1? Hey, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just presenting the facts. Are these not the facts, host? Have I have I have I spilled no, a lot? The fact is that the Packers won and the Bucks lost. <sighs> well, listen, guys. You didn't, you didn't get it. You didn't get any wins this weekend, so you don't want to talk about that. It's we're gonna do a lot more episodes, and you're gonna have a lot more losses. And I'm gonna keep telling you why. Because you just scored the second half. Because your team can't move the ball. Because you were finding solace in beating Tom Brady when he was playing with. Um, his golfing buddies, like it, there's, there's, there's no, there's no joy in this. I'm so glad you won. Congratulations. Run it back when we have our full team and you have your full team. We saw your full team. Are you waiting for Sammy Watkins to come off IR? It's not happening. AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, that's your only hope. That should never broke up Devontae Adams. Well, he ain't doing too well himself. We'll get to him. We'll get to him and his team. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to the Raiders, um, but I, I think we were all eager to see last week too. Is the Bills and Dolphins? Um, for some of us that had Josh Allen as the MVP front runner, as the mm. undisputed champion of the quarterbacks, um, not good. I, I tell you what, I let out a big deep sigh when I saw him throw it into the ground on that flat to win the game. Um, that was uncharacteristic. I think this is the first part of this episode where I'm going to say I was pretty wrong, but um, what, what do we think about the bills and dolphins? Because I think going into the season, the big question for Miami was can Tua can Tua drive the, the cars, right? You have Tyreek, you got Waddle, 
And I think all of us questioned what Tua could do, and they're 3-0. and You know, I think those are three quality wins, but kind of curious to see what you guys got out of that game. Josh Allen is still the MVP. That is, that's not an MVP kind of play. Okay, listen, guys. Let's actually – let's remove ourselves from one moment and think about the entire game. Who dominated time of possession? The Bills. Buffalo. Who threw for 400 yards? Josh. Who looked more commanding of this game? Buffalo. I don't understand how, because of a few plays here and there, a butt fumble that was so – I don't understand how you how – you, not a butt fumble, but a butt pump. How you do that and you, and you still win the game. I don't understand how this now takes away from Josh Allen's MVP candidacy when we all can agree that based on the statistics that we saw and the game that we watched, the Bills were the superior team. Because every time they needed to make a play, they didn't make a play. (laughs) Miami literally kicked the the ball off their own player's ass and won. What did Tua do out there? Got Um, concussed. He won. won. And he re-aggravated a back injury. (laughs) Yeah, he has a back injury. Sure. Um, on, On the Josh Allen train, though, yes, stats. 400 yards, always a good day at the office. Um, but I think I'm a little concerned because he took 63 dropbacks to get there. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of dropbacks. Even for, even for Josh Allen, even in week three, Josh Allen is the Bills offense right now. It's Josh Allen, it's Diggs, and then it's just a bunch of guys. And they're so both of those guys are so good that they can do whatever they want, essentially. I just I have a I just have a problem with with the offense as a whole. You know, it's an average line, below average run game. Do, does that not give y'all some concern? As much as it may as much as it gives me concern for what I think is still the MVP, who I think is still the best quarterback, but I mean, this isn't any different than any other Buffalo Bills offense. Like they haven't had a solid dependable run game this isn't really anything new to me um i think they want josh allen to throw the ball more than he runs you know they want to save his body for that play for those playoff runs they don't want him taking all those hits early which is why i don't understand how this became a a bad moment for josh allen this is kind of similar to me of the um, Lamar Jackson last week. Lamar Jackson didn't lose them that game. Josh Allen, to me, did not lose them this game. The Dolphins, to me, are not the better team. I'm, I, I, I didn't walk away from that game watching, oh, man, Miami Dolphins are the best team in the league. The Buffalo Bills are still the best team in the league to me. This is a team that was missing their safety in their corners. Like, I mean, Tua also was concussed. Like, we could, that's a, that's a whole separate thing that we could talk about. I mean, before he got concussed, too, it wasn't really lighting the board. But like we thought, we thought this game was going to be a barn burner. It's nineteen to twenty-one. I think there's just three or four plays a game that Josh Allen just loses his mind. Like at halftime, during that bobbled snap, instead of throwing the ball out of bounds and then get a field goal, he throws it to Diggs and they run out of time and they don't get an attempt, and they wind up losing by three. Stuff. I think like that, that was on Josh, or you think that was on Diggs? Because I, I kind of think that was on Diggs. 
I don't I I agree though. I don't know why just he could have just thrown it out of bounds. I don't know why you're giving it to Diggs. So he has to get out of bounds so that you can your kicker can come out and kick a field goal. Tom Brady, to use him as an example, he just throw that ball out of bounds because he knows time scoring situation. I don't know that this is really a question more more so as a statement, but I think he still has that gunslinger in him at times that yeah, I think kind of he, what you're saying. He can make any throw, and I think he knows he can make any throw, but you don't have to make every throw all the time. And I think he struggles with that sometimes. The only people that were stopping the Buffalo Bills offense was the Buff was the Buffalo Bills offense. Like that was those were the only people stopping them. They they weren't punting. The only thing that that was really letting them go, let letting them let go of the ball was uh miscues or um, bad throws or, you know, a poor run game. And so, you know, when you go up against an average Dolphins defense, um, I think it's still average that, you know, played pretty well. But, um, I yeah, I think I think you're probably right on with Josh Allen getting in his own head a little bit. But I still have him at the top of our MVP ladder presented by Kia. <laughs> well, Corey, do you think that the Dolphins are a better team than the Bills? Um, I think it's pretty close. I'm higher on the Dolphins than y'all, though. Than y'all are, though. Like, like Josh Allen can make all the throws. Tua obviously can't, but Tua makes quick decisions, and I think that his, um, I think the office is built around him, so he doesn't have to do too much. And I feel like for the Bills, Josh Allen has to do everything, and he knows that, and sometimes that works against him. Ebert kind man. of mentioned it. <laughs> they got to take these guys out of the game. That when you're stumbling <laughs> like that, that should be automatic. You're done for the game. That man was tip drilling back to the huddle. When a man is tip drilling and his legs are wobbling like that, it's time to go. His his night, his day is over. You have to, you have, oh, come on, man. This is not, this is a game three. You have to take player safety into consideration, guys. Like that man got up Bambi leg and fell again. Like, come on. And then you talking about his back. We all did you know that we could see you? <laughs> What's going on? What kind of back injury gives you jelly legs? I have never seen no back injury do that. Talking about it like what do you, was, what do we think happened there? I mean, other than clearly the man was had a concussion. I, Corey, I think you brought this up in our chat about the rule. Um, if he's if he's clearly stumbling like that, isn't he supposed to come out? It's supposed to be an automatic, um, not ejection, but basically disqualification, unless an independent doctor gets him another injury, which is why they said that there was something wrong with his back. But the back thing doesn't make sense because you have to report injuries, and this is the first time we've heard anything about to his back. So what I'm hearing is the Dolphins are lying again the Dolphins about are clearly, something. Clearly yeah. lying. Clearly lying. Cle- what that does that was tell you? I guess what does that say larger to y'all? This is a league thing. I mean, like Justin Herbert was playing when he shouldn't have been playing. I think they just – organizations just care about wins. They don't really necessarily care about players' health. There's this culture of toughness that goes on in football. I'm pretty sure that you can attest to it where players will get hurt, but they don't want to admit that. But, like, Tua couldn't stand up. Tua was wobbling. It comes to a point where you as the coach and you as a doctor, you would 
you just have to see what's happening here and take them out. This is like I said, this is game three. This who cares if you win or not? You come on, guys. Like this is that was ridiculous to me. They're gonna investigate it too. And if the league comes out with no findings, then I just find that highly suspect. Now, Tua might Tua might be small, but he, you know, he has led his team three and oh, and I think he deserves some credit for that, which brings me to our MVP ladder presented by Kia. I'll go ahead and just start. Josh Allen is still one. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is two. And it's whoever you want to put at three. And I I think you can go a number of different ways. Um, after Patrick Mahomes verbally abused Eric Bieniemy for no reason, <laughs> uh, that was just – that was rude and inconsiderate. <laughs> Um, I, I can't put him up there in good faith. Uh, Aaron hasn't really done a whole lot. Same goes for Tom. Um, I know I probably overreacted to Micah Parsons, who, again, game wrecked. Didn't come out with the – Micah good, game uh, wrecked? Uh, well, Micah did game you watch wrecked? the game? Oh, my – yes. Micah yes. game wrecked? Yes. yes. The, the, the pass rush game wrecked. And that starts with Michael Parsons. The pass rush. He ran, Matt Breida. Oh, Matt no, Breida okay. might want to retire. Matt Breida does not need to be out there. <laughs> Listen, hold on. Wait a minute. Let's talk about this. Matt Breida does not need to be out there. What they're doing to Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is not great, but what they're doing to Daniel Jones is a disservice. They, this is this is getting – the league needs to step in. He got, <laughs> this he got is pressured getting, on uh, 27 of 37 dropbacks. The man would hike when the ball he's... and immediately run. It was bad. He, the man had no chance. He had no time to throw. I'm not saying that the Cowboys' pass rush wasn't elite. It was. It looked like it the looked best like, pass rush. It looked like <laughs> the best pass rush in the league, but I think some of that has to do with the fact that there's only a left tackle on that team and the rest <laughs> is a bunch of YMCAers. It was bad. I've, oh man, uh, Andrew Thomas is legit at left tackle. Andrew Thomas has turned into a, a top five left tackle for me. But yeah, D Law, who is not known as a pass rusher, <laughs> three sacks. I mean, Chauncey Golston was getting in there. Lawrence had one. He had, he had two. One got called back on penalty. The the realist in me, they have gone against some suspect offensive lines. That I'll offensive say that. line was. Bad. It was non-existent. It was non-existent. I said, "Wow, <laughs> wow." Do they did did Daniel Jones do anything to anybody in the front office that they want to annihilate him on the? Yeah, it has to be. My God, I think from to to circle back to our to our MVP discussion. I think. From one offense that looks abysmal to one that is truly a one-man show, I did the numbers today on Mr. Lamar Jackson. The Ravens as a team have 1,141 yards. This is according to pro football reference, okay? Three games. Lamar Jackson has 992 of those passing and rushing. That comes out to about 87% of the offense. The price of the brick is going up. Listen, as one of philosophers said, 
yesterday's price <laughs> is not today's price. I know that the front office is sweating. They gonna I have know to give him a homes deal. They gonna have to. If this man keeps this up, they gonna have to. It's a wrap. They don't even have a running back. Rashad Bateman Dobbins will uh, will Sorry. tweet at you that he he is healthy and Gross. he is the running back. Gross. <laughs> Gross. I don't know. I've never seen anything like this. It's Lamar and Mark out there, <sighs> and Devin Duvernay, Carlin's finest. It's the it's one of the crazier things I've seen. Um, and I thought an interesting an interesting stat was that he tied Michael Vick, or I think he passed Michael Vick for the most hundred yard rushing games by a quarterback. And dude is twenty five still. It's insane. First off, it's it's malpractice what the Falcons were doing. Granted, different time, different era, but if you use Michael Vick the right way, oh lord. Nobody was doing that back then, though. Michael Vick had a cannon arm and the legs of Hermes. Oh, I love Michael Vick. I, I can't get into it, but Lamar is something special. And what are we what are we at right now? If Deshaun Watson, he who shall not be named, is getting 230 million guaranteed. Kyler just got what 215, 214. Russell Wilson got two fifty. Why don't they? Why don't they want to guarantee this man's deal? Probably I, because he runs. I think that's a. I mean, I think that's a good point. I. I think the first question is, both y'all, if you if you are the Ravens, do you pay him? I would have paid him yesterday. I would have paid him two days ago. I would have paid him before he asked me to pay him. What are we doing here? <laughs> We literally crafted this offense around Lamar Jackson. We don't have a wide receiver. Like, our running back room is pathetic. J.K. Dobbins is not the answer for anybody's lock, uh, running back room. I just want you to understand that. Our wide receiver one is a tight end. Rashad Bateman is not doing anything right now. We traded away Hollywood Brown. Why? Like, I don't understand what the Ravens hope to accomplish here. People are saying that the Ravens organization is a – is a business first but what is this what is the point of this business what are they trying to do right now they want to win games lamar jackson is it just makes no sense right now what they're doing this is lamar jackson lamar jackson is the offense he's gonna go to miami and when he goes to miami then you're gonna cry i want you to know that baltimore this is to you shout out to baltimore when lamar jackson goes to miami and he's running he's running game breakers with tyreek hill and Jalen Waddle, on the other hand, y'all gonna cry and say what could have been? Ebear, someone that wasn't initially on the Lamar train. I'm happy to hear this, but one of your one of your more famous and oft used counterpoints to Lamar was the man can't throw. Lamar don't happen? gotta throw. <laughs> Lamar gotta <laughs> throw a ten out and, t- and take off. Tyreek, take off. Cheetah, do what you want with the ball. Go as you please. Jalen Waddle. <laughs> Water your way to the end zone as the penguin you are. Be free, little one. Oh, look, they covered you all. Well, they can't cover me because I am Lamar Jackson with the feet of Hermes. I will take off myself. Like, what are we talking about here? The offense is built on speed. I'm the, the fastest quarterback in the league. I take us incorrect. Um, <laughs> he's going to be in Baltimore. They'll franchise him and they'll work something out. Though they should have done it before the season because now it's going to be ridiculously expensive. 
I think his franchise number is it's 45 40, million. Yeah, 45. I mean, he he's he's going to get that anyways, isn't he? I mean, he's got he to. He should. Lamar's not playing on the tag. And he should play on the tag and he should he should get fully guaranteed. I mean, Deshaun got it. My next topic was going to be my beloved Las Vegas Raiders, uh quarterback Ooh. by Can Derek we get Carr. a boo sound? Do we have a boo sound? <laughs> do we have I a soundboard? A, I want a soundboard. I'll do it. Don't worry. Boo. <laughs> they look bad. <laughs> they look bad. I just, I want to, one, I want to apologize to my family, my friends, um, Ooh, because of, for, accepted. <laughs> for 18, 20 months, I've been saying, y'all sleep on Derek Carr. And you know what? I'm going to say this. It's not his fault they're 0 3. I it's beg your fault. pardon. It's not his fault okay. they're 0 3. Well, how about I beg this? your pardon. They're about to get a top five pick, so you need to enjoy these last fifteen games of Derek Carr because he ain't gonna be starting in Oakland no more. Not after this year. You know how Derek Carr pissed me off this week. <laughs> Derek Carr pissed me off this week. Devontae, oh my god, I'm pulling up stats. Devontae Adams, thirty six yards after two yards the 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 previous week. Are we being serious right He's now? No, Romeo Dobbs. Are we being serious now? And you know who they lost to? The Tennessee which, which, Titans. Uh, game are you talking about? The t- last week, Tennessee <laughs> Titans. That's a good ball club. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Sir and sirs. The week one, Chargers, better team. Raiders should have lost that game. I, are the Chargers? Who's that game? We will get there. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> Derek Char- Henry had five. Oh, my God. <laughs> In in week one, Chargers were the better team going into that game. I did not think the Raiders were going to win. Week two, the Cardinals, Hunter Renfro loses that game for them. That's not Hunter no. Renfro's fault. That is Hunter That's Renfro's not fault. Hunter he fumbled Renfro's the ball. Fault. What well, was we, the score? Okay, we, was, score? we were talking about situation earlier. So Hunter, he fumbles earlier in the drive, and then you go right back to him. And he to was a massive type of fate. He was, and he, he was a reliable again. target last year. You can't just lose faith. He's not Scotty Miller. Okay. Scotty Miller sucks. That's what question. Tom doesn't throw on the ball. You know who's a reliable target last year as well? Some may have called him the best receiver in the league. Or, or even if you don't want to throw to him, Darren Waller is good. And you were force feeding him last year. Look, Renfro. That fumble loses in the game. The defense was horrible the against the Cardinals. Did not lose them the game. You know what lost them the game? The fact that they only scored three points in the second half. You're up 20 0, 20 0 on a Cardinals team and a quarterback who does not watch film, but instead spends his off time playing Call of Duty. He played games with y'all. He ran backyard football on your team. My you argument guys- would be that's just what Kyler does best. And I don't think anybody does it better but at the same time Devontae look, Adams Derek, Derek, two okay. catches Derek Carr this is there this is this Derek Carr stat line 25 of 39 250 yards two touchdowns isn't sacked but once that is not on him that is a good by by standards that is a good NFL game and I said Derek Carr he's He's a top 10 quarterback. He's closer to 10. That's a top 12 quarterback. 
listeners at home, do you want to know who had more catches than Devontae Adams? Don't worry, I'll tell you. Foster Moreau had more catchers than Devontae Adams. Oh, no. Darren Waller had more catches. Hunter Renfro, the guy who your host says lost the game, had seven catches. Do you know who Matt Collins is? Me neither. He had five. When teams are zoning in on Devontae, he's got to spread it around. No, 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 Who did they have in Green Bay? But he got the ball. Devontae was telling you he's a he's a cyclone. If you go left, he'll go right. He he has a counter to your counter. And you telling me you can't give him the ball more than two times? Aaron twelve. Aaron is better than Derek. Aaron can do things Derek can't. We can't just force feed Devontae. We we have weapons. We're not even feeding him. He's starving out there. Two catches? <laughs> this is sad. Like, what are we doing out here? What are we doing? And I want to blame Derek Carr, but you know who I'm also not going to let off the hook? That scrub who was trash in Denver, Josh McDaniels. He's awful. He's not a head coach. That I would agree with that. I think Josh McDaniels has had his chances to show us what he is, and he is best left as an assistant. But, again, let's move from the Cardinals game to this Titans game, okay? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Derek leads a pretty good second-half comeback. 12, 12 points. 12 points in the second half. That's 12 more than the boys in Green Bay had. They got Look, that dub, though. I'm, y'all... T- <laughs> I'm telling you, Keelan Cole drops a touchdown last in that game against the Titans. Darren Waller drops a touchdown in that game. Both of those, both of them dropped touchdowns that game. You going so Derek didn't miss any throws in that game? I didn't say that. He was he had a he had a fairly good good game, but the point still remains. If you've got an elite tight end like Darren Waller, he cannot drop touchdowns. I don't and I, I don't know why we're throwing to Keelan Cole to begin with, but that's okay. I um I I just don't. Devontae against the Titans still tied the team lead in targets. I mean, Derek's looking that way. A target can be a target if I overthrow you. If you're yeah, just in the vicinity. I mean- it's we need still to and I'm and I'm throwing the ball away. It's still a target. That doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. Matt Collins had eight catches for 158 yards. What is this obsession with Matt Collins? Devontae Adams <laughs> is on your team. I don't want to hear about Matt Collins. I don't want to see Foster Moreau. I don't want Josh Jacobs getting five catches after all week. They told me he was sick. He didn't even fly in with the team. I'm tired of this. You guys are 0-3. You lost to the one and two Titans now. The Titans who just lost. 41 to 7. 41 to 7. It's a good point. <laughs> no, it's it's pathetic. Let me let me ask you this then. Do are they going to go 0 and 6? Hmm. Listen. If you can't beat Denver, Denver's doing one. I don't Denver's, think they'll beat Denver. I don't think they'll beat Denver either. Denver's got a the, good defense. And that's the problem. What are y'all doing? It's a bad defense. The Ra- the Raiders have a horrible defense. The Raiders that, might have a horrible offense. They do have a horrible <laughs> offense through three games. I'm still on the Derek Carr. Okay. Remember when you told me last week that if you switched Derek Carr with Matthew Stafford, 
that, that they, they would still the, win the Super Bowl? They would win the Super Bowl? <laughs> so, and, and we gave him Devontae Adams and he can't even give him the ball? And you want to tell me, well, it's because they're honing in on him. Matthew would never. Cooper gets the Ma- ball. Cooper come gets hell, the ball. Come hell or high water. <laughs> Devontae <laughs> go get that ball. <laughs> we go win or lose with this man. You understand, V? This is a Cowboys household first, and then it's a Raiders household, specifically a Derek Carr's household. Can't be teaching that girl to lose. <laughs> like I said, Broncos, it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a big test because if they can't beat the Broncos, it's going to be rough. Um, this is a get-right game for Russell. <sighs> there's, it's a get-right for a lot of things on the Broncos. A lot of things need to get right. If you – if 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 Nathaniel Hackett lets Josh McDaniels out coach him, that that's bad news. I'm sorry, Josh McDaniels, a head coach, is he is not. I think that brings us into our our next segment here, where we're going to do some contenders or pretenders. I got some teams. Let's start with Miami. Contender, pretender, why? I think Miami's contenders. I think that team around them is a track team. I think Tua has. Through three games, well, two and a half, has shown the ability to get the ball to uh, the receivers around him. Has shown the ability to get the ball to the receivers around him and given them the opportunity to make plays. They played the Bengals this week, which I feel like will be a good test. You know, Joey B be showing up. Right now, I have the Dolphins as contenders. Corey? I agree with most of that. Um, <laughs> I, I do think this offense is a really good fit for two, and they obviously have weapons. And uh, the defense is opportunistic. So your boy Xavier Howard makes plays occasionally. Javon Holland's the best player on that secondary. He is excellent. Javon Holland is. I wish, I wish the Cowboys would have drafted him. Um, Cowboys can't have everybody. Y'all always <laughs> talk about future and past Cowboys. Well, we, are, we always talk about safeties and tight ends, though. <laughs> so I think they're contenders. I would, I'm going to go ahead, and that's three for three on, on the Dolphins uh, being a contender for me. From one injured quarterback to another, let's go with the uh, Chargers, Corey. Contenders, pretenders? Ooh, I think they're pretenders. I don't <laughs> – they have so much talent, but they just can't stay healthy. Um, Slater's out for the year. That's going to hurt. The Bosa boys is always hurt. Their quarterback has broken ribs. I just don't think they have the health to be actual contenders. Ebear? I also think that they're pretenders. I don't know what the identity of the Chargers is other than IR. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do particularly well. They On paper, they look elite. Paper but, champions. Yeah, they're paper champions. But like, Austin Eckler is not getting the ball. Like, I don't know what they're trying to use it as. It's a problem for your fantasy team right now. Lord have mercy. (laughs) We are barely staying afloat, boys. Yeah, and they're always injured. They're always hurt. They always find a way to be hurt. Like, it's just hard to get a read on them. Just paper champs, of course, said. I um, I think I agree with that as well. One thing, Corey, you mentioned Slater being out. That's definitely going to be a problem, especially when your quarterback is as injured as Herbert is right now. I mean, one hit and he's 
he's possibly done for the game weeks at a time. You know, the Chargers have so many good pieces. Derwin James is a favorite. Um, Bosa, Khalil Mack, you know, should have been Cowboy Asante Samuel has been outstanding. Y'all got to let go of this. (laughs) Y'all got to let it go. We decided to take Kelvin Joseph instead. Uh, That has not worked out one bit on or off the field. But I think the I think the biggest reason the Chargers, even even if they're healthy, why they would be pretenders for me is Brandon Staley is bottom five coach. Jaguars absolutely destroyed them this week. And Brandon Staley left Justin Herbert in the game. 38 to 10, they lost. And Justin Herbert is still in the game. I I do not understand. That should be a fireable offense. He said he wanted to play, and I guess Staley doesn't want to be an adult and tell him to sit down. Well, then then give up the headset, Brandon, and give it to someone that can be. You know who was an adult? Anthony Lynn, and they did him wrong. I will always stand by that. I don't understand the decisions he makes. Sometimes, like, he has these random, I don't know what to call it, visions from God to say, hey, we have to go. <laughs> we have to go for it on the fourth. Well, he does what the analytics tell him to do. Next team, same division, probably go. same issue here. Uh, Denver Broncos, Ebear, pretender, or contender. The Denver Broncos are pretenders. I do not like that team. I do not like their quarterback. I do not like their coach. I do not like their backup running back. I do like Javante Williams. I have this weird obsession with Jerry Judy. I wish it would go away. And I really like Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton looks like a stud. Hold up. Good football Cortland, player. That's a good football player. Oh, my man. God. That is a bad man. He's mm-hmm. single-handedly saving Russell Wilson. That defense is pretty good. But I don't know. Like, I feel like if the offense could get it together, then I would switch my thing to contender because that defense is pretty, it's pretty good. But – same issue with um, the Chargers. I don't know what they want to do. They had success running the ball, but it seemed like for some reason they were like, nah, this is working a little bit too well. Similar to Seattle when Russell was there. We're going to throw the ball now. Why? You don't have, you're not having any success throwing the ball. Javante Williams is getting like five to six yards a clip. I just don't understand the decision-making of Daniel Hackett. I'm going to say – Contenders, just because I don't think the division's very good, and (laughs) the division's not very good. Like Eber said, the defense is is pretty good, and Russell's—he's not going to be this bad all year, surely. Um, they have the weapons. I think Hackett will get better. Um, maybe they'll bring in him, bring in some more help for him, since he obviously can't manage a game. And I think that their offense will just get better and grow with the defense. So I'm going to say contender. I'm going to tie break this and I'm going to, I'm going to say contender. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to say contender. Um, I agree with Corey. I think coming into that seat, into this season, we were talking about the Broncos having a top five offense weapon wise. I think going in, we thought that they were going to have a, a pretty good, pretty good team through three games. Yes. Nathaniel Hackett sucks. Yes, the route concepts, I I don't know if they're running three people into the same spot 
I don't I don't know what's going on, but surely Russell Wilson is going to figure it out. Based on what? Based on him having to deal with Pete Carroll's high ass for ten years. <laughs> oh my god! I think I think it's setting itself up for the Broncos to get a wild card spot. I don't, I don't think any of us think they're going to win the division um, while Patrick Mahomes plays. But I, yeah, I would say I think they're a contender. God, uh, <laughs> we'll, re- we'll revisit this next team. I've got the Ravens. Um, Pretenders or contenders, Corey, you're up. Contenders, because right now they have the the best player in football. So the defense is up and down. Um, but I think Lamar can keep them in games. Contender, Ebear. Contender, Lamar Jackson cannot be stopped. The price of the brick is going up. <laughs> I want y'all to know that we back. It's it's a this man is looking like Avon. There's no stopping him right now. He's doing it. And the special thing that uh, like Lamar's doing it is that Lamar's doing it also with his arm. There's some people out there who said he couldn't throw. I don't know why they would say hmm. such fallacies. But it wouldn't be us, Corey. Yeah. I'm I can't also, imagine who that would be. I'm also on the show. Could it be <laughs> us, Bear? Thank you. Um <laughs> He's just annihilating defenses with his legs and his arm. The defense you is know. not the defense is not great. It's, it's, I said it was up and down. They, they made the they made the uh, for a while there. They had the Patriots looking like a competent offense. Ravens are contenders. I really like Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews looking like the the tight end one, like I told you all he would be. He definitely he out, is. Yeah, laughed at me. Brought up Waller. <laughs> I think I have to agree with y'all too. They're definitely contender. Um, back into that defense gives me some pause, even though going into the year, they're supposed to have a really good secondary, and it got it's been absolutely torched through torched bad, very bad. So that gives me a little bit of pause, but man, when Lamar does stuff like this, they're just they're unbeatable. Uh, you just can't stop them. Um, so I'm going to go with contender also. Contender or pretender, uh, Green Bay Packers. Pretenders. <laughs> Pretenders. They have a nice defense, but their offense is suspect. They can't move the ball. They can't move the ball. I know they're trying to be um, – I think they're trying to focus on the run game this year, but – I think everybody knows that they're trying to focus on the run game. Beat us with Christian Watson, please. Beat us with Romeo. I don't, I don't, I'm not sold on the offense, honestly. Like all jokes aside, I'm not sold on the offense. This is hate, ladies and gentlemen. They're they're obviously contenders. Um, this is have, not hate. They have an elite defense and they have an elite quarterback and they have a run game. So the wide receivers I, don't have to make too many it, plays. Okay, what has the run game done outside of the Bears game that has you encouraged? They can run the ball. It's mighty silent. They can't see you. They only can had, only hear you. They've only had three games. They've only had three games. Did you see what Lamar did in three games? Did you see what Josh did? They can't run the ball. I don't know why. I, I, 
listen, outside of and literally even outside the Bears game, even in the Bears game, AJ Dillon really didn't do much. It was Aaron Jones who ran like a man who was off a leash. I don't know, man. If y'all, if you believe in them, you know, you can do what you want, man. Not looking good to me. You don't is their defense not top five? They have a good defense. They have an elite defense. It's an elite defense, but you do you have an elite offense? Do you even have an average offense? No. Mediocre. Bad. They don't go nowhere. Let's let's go to the end of October here. Eber, you got it. So it's Patriots, Mm -hmm. Giants, Jets. Commanders. Commanders. This is this is a oh yeah they're about to run off. <laughs> this is crazy. It's super soft. And then they get to the Bills. So and these, then we're into November. These young guys are going to get some confidence. Do you think you win the Bills game? Well, ask me in a month. <laughs> I can ask you in a month. You're going to be high off of shrooms because look at what they're giving you. The Patriots. The Patriots won't have Mac Jones. You saw the Giants. The Jets aren't good. And Carson Wentz and the Commanders. Listen, you don't make the schedule. I get it. But do you think that they'll beat the Bills? We don't don't make the schedule. We just play the schedule. So we're just going to take this a week out of time. All right. When the Bills come up, it's the day before Halloween. Scary hours. Do you hear that, Colt? Do you hear that, Kegel? Scary hours. (laughs) Scary hours. Corey, I'm going to have to go with Ebear on this. They're they're a pretender. Um, He's trying to keep it balanced. He doesn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> they have such a cupcake schedule. They're, so they're going to be, they are going to go into November with just with just the Vikings loss, I think. And they're gonna be sitting in there six and two, and we're gonna think that Aaron's back. He didn't go we went over it last week. Back? But we went over it last week. Even when Aaron has a good team, he can't win in the playoffs. I I don't think that they're a I don't think that they're a, a contending team. I think that they are going to be, I think they're going to be an average team with a really good record. And I, I just don't I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe in the weapons right now. Corey, I'll go ahead and ask you about the Philadelphia Eagles. Contender, pretender. Contender. There you go. The truth is finally being told. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, a quarterback I've always believed in, but not everyone on this podcast has. He's looking uh, great. He, I think he's the actual MVP favorite, Jalen Hurts. They have all the weapons for him, kind of like they did in Miami. They just uh, gave him so much, so much help he couldn't fail. They have a lot of talent on the defensive end. I am a bit concerned that they start these games fast, um, and they slow down on the second half. So that's going to be something to watch. But I think they're contenders. I told you they're gonna win your division before the games even started. They look elite. I have Jalen Hurts number three in my MVP watch. AJ Brown just looks like the best receiver in football. A hand in a glove. Ugh, he fits so perfectly. This team is extraordinary. No, they're they are contenders. Um, they look like the most well-rounded team in football right now. Um, defenses. God, Darius Slay is crazy. That defensive line is top five. Um, yeah, I mean, offensive line, elite. Weapons, elite. It's a dangerous team, um, much to my dismay. 
Um, next team, Ebear, San Francisco 49ers. We just talked about them. No Trey Lance for the rest of the year. We got Jimmy G experience again. Where are we at this year? Pretender or contender? So the thing with Jimmy G is I've seen him do things like this before. I've seen him play super awful, and they'll win the game. I don't know how Kyle Shanahan does it. Because I've seen the history of Jimmy G with Kyle Shanahan, I'm going to go with contender. This team is built to win. Like, they have the pieces around them. Ayuk um, looks ready to break out. Debo is still Debo. George Kittle just came back from a groin injury. He was looking lively out there. I'm just going to believe in Shanahan and I'm going to give him the contender title. They look like a better team, though, with Jimmy G than with Trey Lance. I don't Trey, know about that. Uh, Trey Lance sucks. I'm telling you, Nick. <laughs> Trey Lance is not good, but, you know. Contender, I guess, just because the NFC is bad. The NFC is not very good, and they're going to have to work their defense because Jimmy looks terrible. But they can win in uh, December and January because they run the ball, and they don't let you score, as we saw last year in the playoffs. Yeah, so contender. So y'all got two contenders on on Forty Niners there. Um, I would but, I would like to be in the middle actually, but that wasn't an option. <laughs> there is no middle. <laughs> Choose your ground. I I think this is a pretend team. God, Jimmy looked bad. Jimmy looked really looked bad. Terrible. Oh my goodness. Um that yeah, Jimmy looked really bad. And he but didn't I'm, he doesn't usually look that bad. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's gonna bounce back next week and it's gonna like you're gonna be like, this is not the same Jimmy G that I saw. The man <sighs> does this, he has these roller coaster rides. I don't be, know. Be that as it may, the team looked. The team looked horrible with Trey Lance behind or under center. Um, it, it was a, it's a completely different team, and it still doesn't look good to me. It's hard for me to imagine that Jimmy G's going to get any better when he's throwing. He's trying to make a 25-yard throw with both feet facing forward. He, he wasn't even in a, in a real throwing stance. He was, he was wide open throwing like that. I mean – just it was bad it was bad all around um no elijah mitchell but jeff wilson looks pretty good stepping in um i think i think you have good points that they've done it before and they run the ball and that's what matters in in the end game but i i can't see it i can't see it so i'm, I'm going pretend open your eyes son they've <laughs> done it before dallas cowboys contender pretender Oh my god! Let me tell you about these cowboys. Oh, why did this the accent come out? Team. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Let me tell you why this defense, elite. We're running the ball. We're balanced. When Dak, like Dak, come, there ain't no quarterback controversy. Dak would have put forty on them boys. Whoa. When Dak comes back, as long as we keep the play calling the same, this is a contending team. Something smells. I saw. I don't know why I can smell that. What is that smell? It smells like QB controversy. <laughs> QB controversy. There. 
Y'all are pretenders. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, bro. Y'all are pretenders. Y'all do this every year. Y'all refuse to acknowledge history. Y'all beat up on the bad teams and y'all lose against the good teams. And then y'all end up losing in the playoffs and y'all wonder why, what happened. And then let's talk about CD. Do y'all think that CD is your wide receiver <sighs> one? Because he... Hmm? Why? Because he drops some balls. Okay. If okay. a receiver drops balls, then I feel like there's a problem. You always make fun of the Deontay, right? Yeah, who you love. Okay. Well, you know, so, he has a... So obviously think you think drops are okay. No, I don't. I don't think drops are okay, but I'm not over here confessing my love to Deontay Johnson. You do that all the time. No, I say Deontay Johnson is good. I didn't say CD is not good. I said, C- is CD a wide receiver one? Yes or no? Does CD have a drop problem? Yes. CD has a drop problem. Come on. <laughs> like, this is not talking about he had one drop in this game. It, no one drop. Can I, can I say what I think about CD Lamb? And let me see if, if you agree or disagree. All right. <sighs> that was my Skip Bayless sigh. <laughs> Before he makes a tape. <laughs> CD Lamb is so inconsistent and he he can't separate. I I ha- he can separate on those fade balls and he can separate he can separate in some slants and some short work but I I have not se- the only ball I saw that was kind of a deep intermediate throw was the deep cross that he dropped and it was zone and the and the coverage was busted. I believe that was Julian Love. No idea what was going on. Safety for the Giants, but I just I miss Amari Cooper. Oh my gosh! Ah, ah, sweet feet. Have, have y'all seen him play for the Browns? Because if if he's doing that with Jacoby Brissett, you know, oh my word, I can't. I don't even want to get into it. But Ceedee Lamb would have been the best two in the league without a doubt. He's a two. He's a I nice two. I don't think a, he's a one. A beautiful. The problem is CD's in his head. CD will see the ball coming, and CD will start thinking about what he's going to do when he catches the ball. Catch the ball for a son. Too inconsistent. Drop, 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 drop. <laughs> you can fix that stuff, though. Yeah. Lots of hours on that jug machine. Would you rather Jamar, have CD or Jamar, Jamar Chase? Really running, he doesn't run routes either. Jamar doesn't run any routes. Nah, Jamar don't run routes, but Jamar can catch. Now look. Fools, Fixed. all of you. <laughs> Fixed. Um, oh. Well, okay, let, I think that's an interesting question. Let's go down the line then. CD Lamb or Jamar Chase? I think I would I think I it's close. I think I'd still take CD right now. Over Jamar. I think CD's better in the red zone. Jamar will give you 200. But it's all on deep balls. Well, listen, we've seen CD on deep balls. You know how I feel about poor, deep guys like Tyreek Hill. Poor, poor Dak hurt his calf trying to throw a seat. <laughs> <sighs> okay. CD or Justin Jefferson, I don't think anybody's arguing. Is CD, does he, has CD shown the propensity to be a game, a game buster? You know how you like game busters? Like a Michael Parsons, a game buster. Michael like Parsons getting that game and he'll just, that's a wrap. Michael Parsons is in the zone. Even Trayvon. Okay. CD's only had three games as the number one. 
So, you know, it's a little early to be making conclusions. I think it will CD. help when Michael Gallup comes back too. CD has yeah. not had. Do y'all remember those games where Amari Cooper just sat down and said, I'm not playing today? <laughs> no, he was he was on the field. <laughs> the ones that weren't at home. <laughs> the ones that weren't at home. I just never seen I mean, I've seen CD have really good games. I've just never seen CD just take over a game. Like CD's going crazy today. I don't I don't know. I see CD. Spurts. Like that one yeah. drive. Like that one drive last night. Yeah, he does it in spurts. After the drop, yeah. Well, that just shows you that he's capable of doing it. So you're taking we, you're taking CD over Jamar Chase. I think when Michael Gallup comes back, um, which I'm really praying that he is actually healthy and they're not rushing him back, I think it's yeah. going to look a little easier for CD. Because I think Michael Gallup is one of the more underrated players in the league. Um, don't respect him. Who doesn't that? respect him? You don't respect you Michael don't Gallup? Respect him. Like if Michael Gallup goes crazy this year, then it's like, oh man, Michael Gallup went nuts. I think on the surface of it, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, Zeke, Pollard. That's that's an above average weapon weaponry right there. To answer the general question, I'm a when Dak is healthy, I'm a Dallas contender. And that's unbiased. If I was, <gasps> the defense is good. Okay, if the we can defense. agree that the defense is good, and they can run the ball, <laughs> they just choose not to sometimes. I've seen teams with do, no but, do that much though. But I've seen teams with good defenses and have their defenses on the field so long the defenses get tired because they but, can't move the ball. They can't score. But you we can, can talk move about, the ball though. No, but you can talk about what you can do, but you're not talking about what you will do. What happens when Dak comes back is y'all start going pass heavy. Agree or disagree? That's I what don't. I'm saying. I, that's not me though. I can't change that for you. You can't change that for you. You can be upset as you want, but that's what they do. The Cowboys when they when they have another ba- uh, quarterback in, they go run heavy. When they put Dak in, for some reason, they go pass heavy. I don't get it. I don't know why. Y'all refuse to establish the run when Dak is back, like. I don't like we've seen this happen year after year after year. Like, and so like you can say, oh, look what they will, look what they can do. They've shown this and this. But when Dak comes back and you guys get frustrated because they're not running the ball as much as they should and they're trying to force the ball to CD who can't separate and Dalton Schultz is dropping the ball again. Dalton's a lot of grievances right next year, by the way. Hmm? Dalton's not going to be on the team next year. I've, I've seen enough from Jake Ferguson as a blocker. Um, he does stuff Dalton has never done. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton so, is a little so, too finesse. <laughs> so I'm good on Dalton Schultz. I think that takes us through the NFL segment of our of our show. I think wait, before we wait before we go, there's a Thursday night game. Who do you have for the Thursday night game? Dolphins Bengals. It's a uh, it's in Cincinnati. If it's in Cincinnati, that's a different game. They're gonna make Miami travel on a short week. I got if it's in Cincinnati, I got the Cincinnati. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it's in Cincinnati. I got I got the Bengals. Jamar Chase is about to show you boys who want to take C D over him, what he's about. Looks like a, a get right game for me. Did y'all <laughs> see uh Cheetah also well, hold on though? Cheetah said that he owes Eli. Uh oh. if Tua 
if Tua plays, I think the Dolphins are going to win because I don't think the Bengals are good on defense at all. The Dolphins are on that. Uh, I, I'm going with the Dolphins. I'm so sorry, Kegel. It's going to be bad. It's going to be a mortuary at home. They're going to, oh my God. I think this is Joe's get right game. Is he going to be on his bat? Yeah. Yeah, that line is pretty bad, but. No, that line is terrible. That line is bad. I tried <laughs> to tell somebody. Oh, listen, man. <laughs> I warned you. I think there's there's some other good games that I'm looking at, too. Um, in the noon slot, I think a surprisingly good game is going to be that Jaguars-Eagles game. Trevor Lawrence has looked uh, like, all right. like a number <laughs> one pick. He's, He's looked dark. pretty dark. good with Doug. It's amazing what happens when you get your guy help. I think Bill's Ravens is going to be interesting. That's at the noon slot. That'll I think be that's going to be – I think that's going to be our our AFC championship preview. What is what is the Thursday night game? It's, it's, it's the not, Dolphins. Not the, not the Thursday night. I'm sorry. What's the Sunday night game? It's uh, Chiefs Bucks. They need to take that off. <laughs> Why? Because you gotta go get boat raced. No, absolutely not. Who, who's gonna boat race me? The Chiefs. <laughs> Have you, you lost know. your mind? Cheetah's gone. Do you realize that? We got a bunch of dolls on that side. Listen, <laughs> it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough sledding for somebody. Somebody's gonna get hurt in that game. I promise you that. And so with you, that of that is not a young, that is not a nice young man. <clears throat> Let's get into some House of the Dragon. Is there a way to retire Viserys just permanently? Um, because now, Viserys didn't do nothing wrong this episode. Come on, y'all. <laughs> I, He's still I living. That's an issue. I mean, just, oh, just let it. Go. Oh just Lord, let it go. Oh Lord, that is a that is a man captivated by delusion. How how are you going to look at your daughter, bleach blonde hair, and say, and she's married to a light skinned man with bleach blonde hair, and you look at these little grandkids, brown hair, white, and you just think, no, well, Nate, and you start talking about a horse. Well, start telling a story about a horse. Can about I, a black mare. He's trying to. He doesn't want his. But listen. why? Why does it matter if those kids are half Targaryen? Aegon's half Targaryen too. It's the. It's the fact that they're just a bunch of bastards running around. They're not Valerian. What the Valerians don't? They're not royalty anyway. But they're still a better house than the, the Strongs. What do they have? Harrenhal. What do the High Towers have? Uh, old town disgrace. <laughs> I think it's because she's having babies out of wedlock. Like, why aren't you having babies with the man that we set you up with? Because he doesn't like women. I'm telling you, and that's a sin back then. They don't let that be known. I think everybody knows that. Everybody knows, but nobody acknowledges it. But that's also why Allison has this thing. Let's talk about Allison Hightower. And do we how? have the boo? Do we have the boo thing on the soundboard? Yeah, we need to boo her. <laughs> oh, oh. What is she doing? What is her problem? I'll tell you it's what crazy. she's doing. She's effing up. Okay, she went to the crippled 
and that man went zero to a hundred faster than I've ever seen. I don't know how he heard that. Like <laughs> he said, I she said, I wish my daddy was here. He said, I'm gonna kill my my brother. <laughs> Why did he, how did we get here? It was explaining it so calm, like it was a, a normal response. I was like, what? He said, Hey Queen, I killed my I killed my family for you. Now you owe me. She said, I beg your pardon. What do you mean? He said, Yep, they're dead to the bed. Burnt up. <laughs> Don't forget me. Because I won't forget you. I said, Lord have mercy. Nah. The face that she made when that happened was great. It was, that's that was grade A acting. Just pure, unadulterated shock. <laughs> and I was shocked too. I was like, Are, what? <laughs> How did he get? Oh, it's, it left me speechless. Horrified. Um, she was, he was horrified. Why did you do that? Why did we? Why did you feel the need to turn up like that? The man went to a prison and cut off people's tongues, and was like, "Kill my family." No, Laris is a bad man. I've now turned my ire from Damon to uh, to Laris. Well, Damon is sad. He's trying to figure out how to do box braids and take care of them kids. <laughs> David, David, oh man, David. I'm not trying to make a joke of this, but David ran outside and watched his wife do barbecue. There was nothing he could. He there said, was, <laughs> "There was nothing he could do at that point." She she ran away from the she ran away from the midwives. It said, "I gotta go. I must die a dragon rider's death." Drakaris, please. Oh, she was begging that dragon. <laughs> the dragon was just sliding his business, sleeping. He said, kill me. He said, why? What's going on? <laughs> you want to split yourself first? Oh, oh that man. <laughs> that was one of the heart, more heartbreaking um, parts of the episode. <laughs> it, was, it was sad, but I was just was... like, this man can't keep a wife. He finally found him a family that he actually liked. And then this happened. Oh, man. She said, <laughs> she said, they don't want me here. <laughs> I, can't, I don't have a dragon. They only want you, uh, dad, and my sister. She didn't <laughs> deny it. Damon and Laris are clearly still the two uh, villains of the show, quote unquote. Damon is controlled chaos. Laris is batshit crazy. I just hellacious chaos. I have no idea what he's going to do. And he scares me, quite frankly. Every time he's going to come on screen, I will be afraid. The fact that he's on Team Green is going to be important because that's going to be Damon's counterpart in Team Black. I think Damon's going to Team Black. It's setting itself up to get to where we need to be. Corey, I think, is probably the most familiar with the the written word. But the written word, like it's the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Corey is the most familiar with the scriptures. And ultimately, Damon and Rhaenyra are the are the team. And I think that um, it set itself up perfectly for this. Um, I think. So, 
I think it sets it up for a return to Dragonstone um, and for Rhaenyra to ex- extract some revenge against uh, the Greens. Also, Sir Chris and Cole. Um, I this listen, this was I, I tried to you. I defended him last episode. Um, this episode was ridiculous. First off, he instigates a fight and gets beat down. That's never a good look. And then he runs back to the queen, and I don't even think Allison really likes him. I think she's just using him. What's there to like? This this man is still salty over getting rejected. Ten years ago, he's taking it Ten out of the kids. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Get over it, brother. It's done. <laughs> Grow up. Harwin is the only one on the show with some honor. And tried to quit. He's he's the only good guy in the story right now. Harwin. No, well, he's was, dead, he had he an was affair the with the princess. Guy. Not Harwin. No, um, he's talking Harwin's about Harwin's dad. The hand. Oh, oh, oh. The hand. Yeah, the hand was the only honorable guy in the show. He was a he was a good hand. He was way better than Otto. People with the honor in these shows die. <laughs> Everyone in these shows die, but yeah, people with honor. <laughs> Exhibit die. one: Ned Stark. Eber, you said you were disappointed in the show. Did this this reboot help? Yeah, um, the reboot started giving me more of a, a Game of Thrones feel. Like it's a, it felt like the first part, part um, one through five, episodes one through five, kind of set the show up. And I think we're getting ready now to take off into what the uh, show creators are trying to set up. I think the war is imminent now. The reasoning behind the war to me is still very childish, but you know, you don't really need much in these times to set up a war. So I think it's starting to get more interesting. Larys's actions were the most Game of Thronesy actions to me in the show so far. Just unadulterated chaos for no reason. I was like, all right. There's going to be some drama. Um, I want to say there's a clip of Rhaenyra at knife point. Um, yeah. I am i don't know who's trying to stab her. I really hope it's Alicent. Get spicy. <laughs> um, but it's that that trailer looked like it's really starting to it's gonna get into the hum of things. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can't wait. I think Damon and um Rhaenyra, I think that's gonna also be the beginning of their alliance. Next week? Yeah, next week. Because Rhaenyra went off to Dragonstone and Damon has to go back to Dragonstone. What's he doing? So they'll probably meet there. You know, kids will get acquainted. acquainted, You know, do they they make love on Dragonstone? All it takes is for her husband to go bye bye. (laughs) We're beyond making love. I I just see a marriage. I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of intrigued to where these kids are going to what's going to happen with these kids um is Allison going to take over how is she going to go about that is she just going to put Aegon on the throne and say I think well, this might be the Viserys dying episode though oh I think we're unfortunately going to get a couple more episodes of him <laughs> um, <laughs> um he just sits around and his body is literally falling apart 
Um, but whenever he, he finally goes, Rhaenyra left. So I would think Allison is just going to put Aegon on the throne because they're not going to fly to Dragonstone and tell Rhaenyra she's the, she's the queen now. Yeah. She's just going to go up to her son's bedroom and put him on the throne. And hopefully some, he's hopefully he's, on him first. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, he's he's decent. It's eight a.m. Why are you in, <laughs> Why aren't you in the dining hall? Why aren't you in your archery lessons? Maybe he was on his way there. <laughs> he didn't look like he was. He looked like he was on he, his way somewhere else. He, he, he was shooting. He was shooting arrows. <laughs> he may have a routine. I didn't need you it. I didn't the, want it. You are the challenge. That may have been the best line of the episode. He's not Ugh. ready. He's not. He's oh, obviously. Killed. It's just a matter of who kills him <laughs> at oh this point. Kegel's killed the kid. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it was a slow episode, but it was a um, information-packed episode. Yeah. Um, I think it it's going to be Game of Thrones feel. We start off with a bunch of characters and we're eventually going to dwindle down by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, so, well, um, kind of talked about some things we're looking forward to. Um, we'll jump right back into what we see in week four of the NFL season. Um, what House of the Dragon brings us next week and maybe get into some college football. I know we wanted to talk about that a little bit. I think we'll jump into that next week and um and we'll be back <laughs>